Two Towns Over is a podcast where we explore the fascinating world of urban legends, conspiracy theories, and campfire tales to find out if there are any truths behind the legends. With dark humor and natural curiosity, we tackle the darkened streets of the town you all know. Welcome to the town with no name. This is Two Towns Over. talking about ayahuasca and oh yeah and... fuck ayahuasca i i was gonna say that i'm on wellbutrin now and yeah. that amount of dopamine in my brain is fucking killing me i it's <laughs> too much i've been too up recently it's not it's good it's working but bad. like it can't be sounds <laughs> new you need to gargle some hollywogs <laughs> like a bomb pop like a bomb mean? pop deep throat some kermit to get good so <laughs> I can't remember the first one he said. It's like something about snort deep... some spiank or something. Spiank. Spiank. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about, go check out Chad the Bird. He has a podcast. Yeah, I'm promoting somebody else's podcast on the show. I don't give a fuck. Go check him out. He's awesome. My show, we do what we want. Biatch. A couple bits I've heard were pretty funny. They're hilarious. Oh my god. Because I was only seeing them on TikTok, so I only get like three minutes. Yeah. And so I started to notice, like, there was part one, part two, part three. So I was like, I wonder if he's on Facebook or uh, YouTube. So I looked him up on YouTube, and that's the whole thing. And then I went to go see if he had, like, a comedy album or something. Because my son recommended uh, Randy Feltface. I've never heard of him. He's another puppet comedian. <laughs> but it's just the puppet. And uh, so I just I'm looked. I'm sure they're all better than Jeff Dunham. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> but, uh, the, um, but, no, he does have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not a fucking. Do y'all remember bar. when Jeff Dunham was fun for five minutes? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I then, kill you. And then that happened. Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh shit. Not the but, grandest moment in God his career for sure. Hold on. <laughs> no, we all know it. That's yeah. that's the thing. We all know it. I'm gonna have to mm. fix the that. purple guy. Was my favorite. Peanut. Peanut. Yep. Jeff Fafal. Yeah. yeah, because... <laughs> he, he was obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I loved him. <laughs> because he was the only one that wasn't a caricature of a real human. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Huh, I never also thought about it like pepper, that. Also the pepper, but yeah. also that was a Mexican stereotype. Yeah. Yep. So... Jose Jalapeno? Yep. On a stick. <laughs> the, uh... I don't know, m- making fun of rednecks was oh. also funny. Yeah. I can... I'll, I'll give him that. I also like to make fun of rednecks. <laughs> Don't we but, all? Uh, <laughs> so welcome, everybody. Yeah, but I will say this. When you make fun of a redneck, you're really making fun of cultural things, not specific. Like, you're making fun of stereotypes that are, like, you know, less harmful Yeah. than perhaps racism. Right, yeah, well, you know. Yeah. So, you know, we also were all watching fucking um, the... What, the Larry the Cable Guy and yeah. the oh other God, ones. I fucking Jeff Foxworthy and shit. You know, I for, served for his, that same time. his um, mother, mother-in-law. Yeah. I served. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Jeff Foxworthy's mother-in-law came in and had food. And her husband. See, I, I like Jeff Foxworthy. Now you guys know where I work and you can fuck right off. I was say, <laughs> you can just censor that. Yeah, I can censor that. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, good. Because um, I don't want. Them to know that. Yeah. But no, um, I didn't mind Jeff Foxworthy or Bill Ingvall. I didn't mind them. I mean, they're just Southern comedians. I actually like. And um, they actually don't have what's that. What's the accent. other dude? The 
Ron White? Ron White. Yeah. Ron White is legendary he, in his own right, yeah. even if I don't, yeah. you know, I don't always like agree him. with him. I don't like him, but I think that he was funny. Yeah. He was really good at his craft at a he time. He had some very, very good bits. Yes. And, like, I don't watch him now. Right. For obvious reasons. <laughs> but, yeah. Bill involves probably the least offensive of all of them. Yes. Yeah. And also my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of them. Now, I used to like Jeff Foxworthy the most. Yeah. Starting off this episode about spooky shit with a scathing the review. thing of all. <laughs> Southern white, white comedians. <laughs> no. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on that note, welcome... The scariest thing of all, Larry the Cable Guy's accent. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to Two Towns Over. I am Don. I'm Ruben. I'm Josh. And we have have Kelsey again. Uh, She decided to come back. um, What did you just say? The good, good, dirty stuff that we had last week. The the pate and the... I don't know how I feel about it. I was here for the Necronomicon. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just kidding. But he just... He said it while he was looking at me. So <laughs> I, you sit right across from me. I say everything looking at you if I'm not reading. Uh huh. <laughs> mm. No, just anyways. So uh, <laughs> did you want some help or? <laughs> like, yeah, it won't go down. Um, you should call a doctor if it yeah. was last night, bro. It's the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> That'll all get cut. Yep. <laughs> so today we got an actual full Two Towns Over episode, and we're going to be discussing shadow people. So That's racist. No, it's not. I said shadow people. I don't call you a shadow person. I heard you. <laughs> Why are you going to hurt me in this way? <laughs> Why don't you want me? <laughs> what? He said, "Why don't you want me, <laughs> so, Dad?" <laughs> so, as always, I'm going to tell a story first that will be completely debunked and poo-pooed on. And no, I, I've seen shadow people. Okay, Worst I also me have too, actually, actually seen shadow people, but I know that that's a thing about anxiety. So, <laughs> which it's, we will get it's into. also a thing about Adderall benders. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's the story. I actually believe in shadow people. Well, that's why it's it's good. we have a pagan on the podcast again. Welcome back, Kelsey. <laughs> Thank you. We have very similar social b- views and very different spiritual ones. <laughs> Just nice to have somebody else here that might possibly believe in something. <clears throat> it's very hard when everybody else does not believe in jack shit. None of it. I, I, you know what I believe in, Don? I believe in other people's belief of things. I, that, and I also believe in fucking me, bitch. I got here. Who helped me? <laughs> no, but like, it would be great. Like I said, hey, let's go to Casadega. That'd be a fun little side episode that we could record and talk about. And both of you said, I'm going to fucking treat those people like shit. Who, which one you is Casadega? Casadega's the psychic. Oh my God, I um, want to go there so badly. Psychic uh, village. Where everybody yeah, is psychic. There's... Oh, yeah. I would treat oh. them like shit, but not like in a rude way. Well, maybe in a slightly rude way. I would behind I, their backs. I used yeah. to go to a psychic every two years. I would. What I would do is, like, if I ever went to a psychic, if I ever met someone who claimed to be a psychic, I would immediately tell them nothing. 
literally nothing. And if you can't get to know me on some level, <laughs> fuck you. Some of them if are you, better than others. I've had that's three from, different styles of readings from yes. three different psychics from three different areas. And I will say that cold reading is real. And a lot of the techniques, if not most, if not all of the techniques that psychics generally use are forms of cold reading. And for cold reading, one way to block it is don't answer a question. Don't answer a question yep. and choose a facial expression. Literally, it's poker. Like, yep. so if I go in poker mode, DM mode for me, mm-hmm. and they can't, I'm still terrified of anything the concept of you DMing about me. Then it's just. So the best one was actually one that did a reading for my mom up in Canada, and she, my mom recorded it because she only spoke French. Um, My mom speaks and understands French, so it wasn't a problem for her. Um, My aunt went to her previously, and this woman predicted the the last 10 years of my aunt's life to a T, down to, like, accidents. And you have to sign a waiver when you get a reading by her because she does not sugarcoat anything. Um, And it was the most accurate one. I'll sign it. (laughs) I'll sign it. If she can make me believe, I'll... Eat my own ass. I don't know. <laughs> like, take a trip. <laughs> like, I don't know how to say Canada, eat my so. hat, but in Reuben, you know? Like. <laughs> but um, another reason to go to Casadegas, there actually is a, an actual urban legend there. It's the Devil's Armchair. Oh, that sounds awesome. Which is supposedly there's a this brick structure in the graveyard that looks like a chair. And if you leave a beer and come back at midnight... Uh, a the homeless Duck person has will show up well, here. <laughs> well, uh, we'll just have to plan that, and I'll go to be your backup. Okay, because yeah, we'll also take Cat, but she'll be acting like a five-year-old. Why? 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 Because she said she'd do that. All right, but that's not what we're here for. We are here to talk about shadow people. Why? <laughs> He's about to tell us. I bet. Oh, but why though? <laughs> so, one night when I was five. I awoke in the night feeling horribly afraid. You or the... This is the story. Okay. My room was pitch black and the only light came from under the door. My dad was awake in the living room down the hall watching TV. Papa. Huh? Just keep going. My <laughs> eyes were drawn to, the clo- to my closet, which was wide open. There, crazy as it sounds, was a very tall, very black figure watching me. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> I do not recall any clothing or facial features. I want to say it was wearing a hat, but I'm not sure if I haven't added the hat to my own recollection after learning about these things later on in life. It was the Freddy, Babadook. Freddie Fazbear? <laughs> I noticed the light under the door and began <laughs> screaming for my dad. He came immediately, terrified that I was hurt. He turned the lights on as he ran in. I babbled incoherently about a man in my closet and kept pointing at the closet. Papa, Ricky Martin, this is my closet. (laughs) (laughs) Live in the Vita Loca. (laughs) (laughs) He turned to look where I was pointing, and naturally there was nothing there. He calmed me down for a while and made a sweep of my room, checking the closet, under the bed, and making sure that the windows were shut. He then hugged me and tucked me in, assuring me... (laughs) Assuring me that I was safe, (laughs) and left again. Uh... Once he had turned off my light and shut the door, I tried to go to sleep. I buried myself in the covers and tried not to think about what I had seen. Pretty soon, I was all of a sudden overcome with a feeling of dread and much felt like frozen. Ricky, much like Ricky Martin did after, after <laughs> last week's stories. I could not resist taking a peek at the closet, and sure enough, the thing was there again. And this time, I felt it was watching me more intently, and it felt more menacing. 
Again, I do not remember any facial features or other characteristics, only a very dark human-like shape and a very negative energy emanating from this shape. It'll push and pull you out. <laughs> I tried to yell for my dad again, but my breathing had seemingly stopped, and I could not manage to make my voice work. I summoned up all my courage and jumped out of bed and ran to the light switch. Once I turned on the lights, the thing was gone again. It's definitely really similar to how you feel after a four-day Adderall bender. <laughs> I was going to say like night terrors or vi- or what the one we said was the one where it's sleep paralysis. That's the one. Which we'll get to. My parents watched me closely the next day and asked if I had any more bad dreams. I felt like they would never believe me and that I would be in trouble somehow if I told them what had happened. I have buried this experience ever since because it is crazy. I am neither a skeptic or a true believer. I only know that this absolutely happened to me. So shadow people also known as shadow figure, shadow being, or black mass, is the perception of a patch of shadow as a living human, humanoid figure. Black mass is the Ghost Trucks fourth album. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly as interpre- interpreted by believers in the paranormal or supernatural as the presence of a spirit or other entity. Now, according to believers, they, uh, they are seen flickering on walls and ceilings in the viewer's peripheral vision. Shadow people are described as being completely black humanoid creatures made of pure shadow. They are often reported moving with quick jerky movements and quickly disintegrate into walls or mirrors. They look suspiciously like blind spots. (laughs) (laughs) They are believed to be evil and aggressive in nature, although a few people consider them to be a form of a guardian angel. Oh, yikes. No way. (laughs) Now, those who believe... Mine is a guardian angel for sure, because like every time I see him, I'm like, oh, it's just a panic attack. I'm cool. (laughs) (laughs) When I was in high school, I had a buddy that we'd just get fucked up all the time and hang out like if, if we couldn't get drugs then we would just force ourselves to stay awake for two three days mm-hmm. and we would be high on the sleep deprivation mm-hmm. and then Sometimes. we would have like yeah but we did it on purpose like for fun <laughs> and we, we were absolute fucking degenerates but we, <laughs> we we would we would get to the point where we would have like shared hallucinations of like a black blur running across his yard like we'd both turn our heads and see it at the same time and no there was nothing there maybe maybe a squirrel ran across the yard but we had not slept in three days because for some reason that was our idea of fun we thought we were punk (laughs) i mean that is pretty punk yeah but we were trying too hard that's... I used to have one that stood in my doorway and watched me sleep. That sounds like sleep paralysis. No, no. One. I wasn't paralyzed. I could move. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so in 2010, uh, shadow people were described as one of the most regularly reported paranormal phenomena in the United States. And this is attributed to occasional reports on the Coast to Coast AM show, which is actually our first mention of that show. Yeah, I, yeah. which I'm surprised yeah. that's our first mention of that show, actually. Yeah, he paused, and I was like, what's that? Coast to Coast AM comes on at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. On uh, You can actually listen to it on 104.1, the news radio station, and I know that because I used to go to work at Redacted. Um, I'd have to get up at, like, 4.30 <laughs> in the morning, and it would be on the radio when I'd get in the car. But it was literally, it's all about conspiracy theories and supernatural. And it's nowadays it's hosted by George Norrie. It used to be Art Bell, mm. but I've heard Art Bell. Yeah, he's very well known in the paranormal conspiracy, the UFO people. 
word. Um, Is he a flat earther too? No. Okay, good. Um, That's like my big thing when I, when I disagree <laughs> well, with people. So here's the thing. <laughs> UFO and flat earth have some major crossover. And like, no, it they does do. not. They sure yeah. do. Oh, my God. Because it's just general conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. That like, people get sucked down the hole and they just believe it's, everything. I mean, I'm a conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theorist I, who believes space. in aliens and ghosts and the supernatural. But I also believe in science and the earth is round. That's my big thing with people like... I don't. I don't believe in shadow people or any of that stuff. But you do. But as long as we agree that the world is round, that's what I'm saying. Then we have common that's ground. That's what I'm saying. Literally. I'll shit on. And listen. I'll shit on what I want to shit on. You shit on what you want to shit on. But as long as we can agree that gravity is real and the Earth is round and we are not I, surrounded no, by ice. I, I worship the Earth. I believe it's round. Like, okay. Uh, I believe that the Earth is a pyramid. That's true. That's what I said just now. Yeah. The Earth is actually dummy thick. <laughs> the Earth is actually dummy thick, though. It is. So, um, so yeah, uh, reports on Coast to Coast AM where paranormal researcher Heidi Hollis has been interviewed several times on the subject of shallow, shadow people. Now, Hollis believes that shadow people have always existed, that they feed upon emotions of fear, and that they can be repelled by thinking positively. Others believe that shadow people may be the extra-dimensional inhabitants of another universe. The first one was the panic attack ones that I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. <laughs> the stories of shadow people have been compared to those of, Ra of the Ravenmocker, which is a witch from Cherokee Indian mythology who sometimes appears as a shadowy phantom, and the Islamic jinn, or mm. genie. We've got more, more native yeah. urban legends going on. I mm, like it. We like it. Several scientific principles can be used to explain reports of apparitional experiences such as shadow people. Now, these include optical illusions or hallucinations brought on by the physiological or psychological circumstances, drug use or the side effects of medication, and the interaction of external agents on the human body. Another reason that could also be behind the illusion is sleep deprivation, which may hey. lead to hallucinations. Yep. So... <coughs> I remember I did have, I had sure one will. hallucination one time from sleep deprivation. Yeah. I hadn't slept all night and I was driving to my friend's house and just, just driving past where a car accident, like a really big, mm -hmm. I don't want to say famous, but well-known car accident where someone had died. It was just because they had the crosses and everything right. on the side of the road. And I'm driving alone by myself in the middle of the night. Hadn't had, hadn't slept in like almost 48 hours. Uh -huh. Don't know why. Just, I suffered from insomnia at one point. And as I drove past that point, I specifically felt a hand land on my shoulder and someone say, hey, right as I passed that, freaked me the fuck out. I got to my friend's house. It's like, I, I need to go sleep now. <laughs> so I've, that's the only time I've hallucinated, though. I have never hallucinated from <clears throat> drugs. And I'm not sure if I have hallucinated from sleep depriva deprivation. It's I have Who are you talking to right now? What are you, what? There's nobody in the room. <laughs> Jackass. Uh, it's but... never been drugs that specifically made me hallucinate. Like, even when I did a bunch of acid in high school, I never saw things that weren't there. But at the end of it, when I've been awake for more than 24 hours, because I used to love me some stimulants, uh, I would... I would see shit from the sleep deprivation. Never saw anything from well, the that, drugs themselves. That's what I was going to mention. Sleep deprivation is that I have frequently gone three, four, 
once or twice I've gone five days without sleeping at all. Yeah. And I've, I don't think I've hallucinated because I've never seen anything major enough to note. <clears throat> right. So, like, you know what I mean? So, I've seen things uh, on drugs and completely sober, so... <laughs> So there are three categories that shadow people, or the reasons behind shadow people fall into scientifically. Uh, category one falls into drug use, seizures, and other mental issues. Now, this category covers a very vast... We didn't even think about the seizure ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Covers a very vast description and is known to have descriptions that may or may not match what others describe in the other two categories. Category one actually may not be considered shadow people at all due to the non-consistency in the descriptions. Now, category two falls into the more into the ghost and spirit category. Uh, the description in this category are as follows. Non-human shaped shadows or masses of human shaped shadow people in one place. Insect shadows, animal shadow people, and women shadow people. I have a question. What is an animal shadow person? No. Well, yes. But also, <laughs> what is a woman shadow person? Because... You didn't say slight, man shadow person. Slight oh, figures. Yeah, most basically. most shadow people are have a manly male. shape. Oh, uh, yeah. but shadow animals are actually super super common. Yeah. Maybe uh, lots of different religions and faiths believe in those. Maybe um, in the country that we all live in, the great America. Shut the fuck up. Um, Perhaps the shadow people you're seeing are, I don't know, the spirits of restless native people who want to murder you for living on their dead bodies. Could possibly be accurate. Um, and maybe that's why they've never hurt me, because uh, they're my friends. <laughs> now, Like, that one's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can go. So uh, these are mostly seen through shadows. Um, uh, category two shadow people tend to be drawn more to a location than a person. And it is common for this category to actually try and not become seen. Light may affect this group. So if you turn on a the light, they disappear. Um, that is how shadows yeah. do. That's well, how the basement ones do, too. Yeah. Not all so category three does not fall into the ghost or spirit category. <laughs> this category has only two types of shadow people. One tall shadow man. <laughs> There's only two genders of shadow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't say this ep- this. This story was written by Marjorie Taylor Greene, so... What? I don't... She's a psycho who... That's, like, her big thing. Fuck! Damn it. Yeah, congratulations. You're in the QAnon rabbit hole now. Oh, fuck! <laughs> yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Are we gonna get into it? No. <clears throat> Damn it. Um, Wait, was this actually written by... No. I was about to say, what no, the fuck? It's a joke I tried that landed like a... I didn't know who that was for a second. Fucking fart in a turd bowl. And Josh point. did and was flabbergasted. Yeah. Well, I thought it was a joke, but then I was like, hold on, wait, nothing surprises me when it involves people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. No, so. the whole thing, the reason I said that is because when she first started, the person across the hall from her in her Congress hall, her office area, uh, had a transgender daughter oh. and put a transgender flag outside of her office. Uh-huh. So Marjorie Taylor Greene being the sociopath that she is. Fuck wad. Put a poster board outside of her door that says there's only two genders. Wow. Yeah. What a bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, where were we? Uh, yeah, there's only two types of shadow people. One tall shadow man and several small hooded style shadow people. Which means more than two, but whatever. That's my uh, Naruto village. <laughs> 
those are usually seen not, or those are seen, oh my God. Those are usually seen non-see-through. However, they may be see-through. What? (laughs) (laughs) Don, you can't do that. So they're usually opaque. Yes. And, and, but that is the most common one, but sometimes they are reported as being slightly translucent. Thank you. Which was a better way to say that. It was. (laughs) Immensely better. Uh, Now, this category is more drawn to a person rather than a place. And this category may actually be drawn to a certain spirit or ghost as well as humans. This category tends not to care about being seen and light does not affect them. Ooh, that's the one I had. Now, the presence of shadow people may be seen or even felt. Commonly, we hear how the shadow people can be like a peripheral vision. What do shadow people feel like? What do shadow people dread like? They feel like somebody is watching you. Oh. See, and I, I thought you meant physically. You, there is a physical feeling. What do okay. shadow people physically feel like? It just feels. I, I, the best way I can say it is the disturbance on the force. Fear. Uh, that'd be like a, a stargate. Let, let's put it this way: as a grown adult, having seen one, I resorted to being a child and putting the covers over my head. Okay, like that would somehow protect me. So, but here's the thing: I'm saying if I reach out with my human hand, oh, don't know, and oh, I put I it no in idea. the middle of yeah. a shadow person, what does that feel like? If you have okay. the feel courage like to face it and get that close, I'll fuck a shadow you. person. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the best way: that, have you ever been like in a room or something, and you weren't paying attention? You were focused on something else. Yes, somebody Don. else comes in the room, uh-huh. and even though you don't hear them, you f- get that feeling there's somebody in the room with you. Okay, that's what it feels like when a shadow person's in the room. That was not the question I was asking. I understand that what you're asking a, now. That part that you guys are s- still describing to me, I just want to make it clear. That was evident to me from the beginning. Okay. That's how gotcha. every ghost feels when it walks into a room. I just that's every ghost. I feel I feel like they would feel like if you stuck your hand into a shadow person. Would it be cold or Probably warm? Probably cold. I, I feel like it would it would be like if you stuck your hand into like cobwebs. Mm. You know? Unpleasant. Except they like don't stick to your hand. You know so what I mean? So like a string web. Yeah. Like a cat's cradle. Yeah, but like very like, but real would, fine. Yeah, like like but it would feel cold, like you're sticking your hand into vape smoke. Like you know? when you static a hair and you put your hand in the hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I really was good. gonna say that I think they probably feel like the liquid that is inside a freeze pack. Oh yeah. Mm. Sort of thick and weird. Yeah. Um. Like congealed shadows (laughs) like sticking your hand into water if your hand is coated in something that's hydrophobic yes yeah yeah that's what i'm thinking of there you go we got there (laughs) so commonly we hear how shadow people can be a peripheral vision we know it's there but we cannot make it out clearly usually something seen from the corner of our eyes or it can be like having a strong feeling that something or someone is watching you it can also be God is watching us. It can also be like a shadow that appears vaguely and then disappears quickly from your vision. Now, the first records of shadow people were by the indigenous people in around 1153 BC. Today, we hear reports citing shadow people all over the world, and the way they are described concurs across cultures and borders. 
It shows that these shadow people are not bound to a specific place, society, country, or ethnicity. The shadow people are believed to be neither human nor animal in nature. They can differ. They, their form can differ and vary in size and features. However, they are generally black or dark figures that do not have a specific definition, so it is difficult to make out what they truly look like except to say they are best described as shadows, hence the name shadow people. I'd give them a hug. Okay. Just... I already said I'd fuck one. <laughs> I feel like they just want hug. The I'm most... cool with that, too. I disagree. My experience, the experience I had with mine was very unpleasant. So the most common description of shadow people. I think you've got bad juju. <laughs> I mean, I might. You brought her to the show. Yeah, and <laughs> there's a reason I sage my house and myself regularly. <laughs> okay. Maybe sage is the bad juju. It's not. <laughs> uh, the most common description of shadow people um, by people who have seen them is that they are like dark silhouettes that do not have distinctive features. Three of the most frightening accounts of shadow people are known as the hat man, the yellow-eyed being, and the red-eyed being. What the three types of shadow people have in common is that they are extremely dark. Did you say yellow and red? Yes. Okay. Um, as if um, uh, as if there, no light could pass through them. These particular shadow people feed on the fear that people have. Thus, when some people have encountered that with have encounters with these beings, sorry, um, they always feel very drained and tired, no matter how much they rest. That's just depression. <laughs> there are other accounts of how a man-like shadow person wearing something like a fedora appears at the corner of the room. I love my lady. <laughs> thank you. First of all, thank you. Thank he's, you. He's also he's got a, a watchman smiley face pin <laughs> attached I love to the front. I love how vague the descriptions are because they're shadow people and that's the fucking description. And every time you try to describe it, you're like, you know, like a fucking shadow, you guys. Yeah. And it's great. It's so great. And there's like a shadow with a fedora. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Once you've <laughs> added even the fedora. That, even that. Read that sentence again. Uh, there are other accounts of how a man-like shadow person wearing something like a fedora something appears like at the corner of the room. A man-like shadow person wearing something like a fedora yeah. like come on <laughs> so i'm come on i'm picturing like trying to get to sleep in my bed at the ungodly hour that i go to sleep like five in the morning sometimes and just an amorphous black figure like leaning around the the door frame going well actually <laughs> it's frankenstein's monster mm. the monster's not named frankenstein and i would be like and well, then he actually? tips his fedora and he goes away <laughs> i'd be like hey wait you forgot that his dad was frankenstein the doctor his name was adam <laughs> frankenstein eat my dick and then he just explodes <laughs> Uh, so this is why the true way to defeat the fedora wearing shadow person, <laughs> Ruben knows. But just um, actually them to death. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you grew. You grew up. You uh. What is it? You just. What? What the fuck? They adopted the um actually. I was fucking <laughs> born to it. <laughs> so this is why uh, shadow people are also sometimes called Hat Man, um, which is such a clever name. Hat Man. I, again, I'm still just picturing. Fighter of the skinhead. <laughs> oh my god. Champion of the block. So everyone <laughs> who has come across this hat man has said that they have never seen the hat man remove his hat. What? No yeah. way. Hat man always wears a hat? Yeah. 
Uh, but what is common is that he will tip his hat. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> the ghost of Neckbeard's past. <laughs> when he knows that his presence has been noticed. Yeah, he does! <laughs> so he literally the sup. Yeah, my lady. After that, he will disappear. Yeah, yeah, there he will. There are no other explanations as to why he does this. Oh. Except real dudes, when they tip their fedora at you, they do not disappear. They are very persistent. He they studied around. the blade, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he owns three cane swords. Oh, my yes. God. So the hat man is sometimes seen with red eyes. Those who have come across paths with the red-eyed hat man has described the eyes as being extremely red and unlike anything they have seen before. Also, Bro, very okay. clever name. Yes. Thank you. I was just going to say, listen, step one, if you want me to believe even the slightest thing, don't name your dude something as ridiculous as Hatman, <laughs> and then don't make the variant with red eyes the, the red-eyed, red-eyed Hatman. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> okay? I can't wait till we get to, to what the yellow-eyed The yellow-eyed Hatman? It's, it better not goddamn be that. It's the yellow eye <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> um, so those who have crossed paths with him have described oh. the eyes as being extremely red and unlike anything they have ever seen before. No way. <laughs> no fucking I've, I've way was the red-eyed hat red. man's eyes red. What? I've seen most shades of red. Right. But you've not seen the red-eyed hat man's red-eyed red. I I'm, sure I'm assuming they're a weird shape. I'm yeah. just going to assume they're a weird shape. I mean, they I probably just, glow, which yeah. makes it spooky. I, right. saying, I imagine they're like everything else that has red eyes, where in books it gets described as like uh, uh, like the the red lights on coal. Embers. Glowing embers. No, not not like the embers, like on the the, the little fucking, the, got them in my, the, the rail cars that have the little red lights on them. What? The hazard lights? They're, they're like red reflectors. Uh-huh. On, like, coal cars. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The little, the ones that go on the tracks. Yeah. I don't know words. I don't either. I can't I don't make word words good. go. No. <laughs> um, word not happen for good me right now. No. So just by looking at these beings, witnesses say that their hearts will sink and they will suddenly feel very depressed. Again, I'm fairly certain that's just depression. <laughs> so I feel that way. They immediately anyway. or working in retail, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they oh, immediately do it to you. they immediately experience an anxiety mm-hmm. and get sense of impending doom. I that's a day-to-day thing, <laughs> bud. There are records saying that sometimes there are people who are woken up in the night only mm-hmm. to see long bony hands reaching for their throats. When they look up, it is a very dark man like shadow again. <laughs> Again, we get it. We get it. Oh. With uh, with brighter than blood red eyes looking directly at them. You guys, give us fucking money on Patreon. I want to do this full time. Come on. <laughs> Come on. These shadow people are recorded to have a long trench coat and a hat. Yes! So Yes! <laughs> so it's it coat wearing that is a hat. hat man. Hey, guys, that's a hat trick. <laughs> it, it should be a trench coat with a top hat. That would be better. Again, that's the Babadook. That's the Babadook. Is the Babadook a real story or is it just a movie? Um, it's just a movie. Okay. Yes. It's it's about um, coping with loss. Okay. Yeah. It's actually a really good metaphor. 
It is, yeah. The movie's a little cheesy, but it's a great metaphor. Whenever people see red or yellow-eyed beings, they usually link it to demonic activity. The main reason for this is that the experiences of shadow people always leave a negative and disturbing feeling behind. There is nothing that is nice about it. Both red-eyed shadow people and yellow-eyed shadow people are said to have prominent eyes that shine (laughs) penetratingly in the dark. What about the blue-eyes white shadow person? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. What is it? What's the one where, what's the, what's the combo? Exodia? No, no, no. Oh. The blue-eyes white dragon, but three of them. Probably the blue-eyes three-headed white dragon. (laughs) Probably something stupid like that. Anyway, my theory is thus, um, there is only one shadow person. He just has two outfits, and if you got bad vibes, it's literally like, um, imagine that the other one is, um, he just doesn't have, his eyes aren't on, so it's like, if you get the yellow-eyed hat person, that's medium bad vibes. If you get the red-eyed hat person, that's real bad vibes. green-eyed? That would be the no-eyed hat person. His eyes are off. There's good vibes. Okay, so let's just go. As you it, they're just a warning signal. Gotcha. Okay. Well, but let's just go ahead and get it out of the way right now, Ruben. I think you and I both know what the real explanation for shadow people is. It's SCPP. It is SCPP. I was waiting. <laughs> but it's... but I will say, SCPP never wears a fedora. <laughs> no, God, he no. never wears a fedora. Trench coat, yes. Fedora, no. Right, and then and then Sassafras Charlie is the yellow-eyed one. Yes, but only because he's got yellow sunglasses on. Oh, I thought you were going to say Douglas. No. No, no, no. Um, Sassafras Charlie. Um, he's just wearing – so imagine Huckleberry Finn. So like the cut-off overalls with like a no T-shirt mm-hmm. and like a straw hat but with the fronds out the end. And just the yellow Miami ass sunglasses, and he's got like a piece of straw hanging out. Okay. Yeah, because you, he you, was born from SCPP's imagination while he was on PCP. Gotcha. If you ever see a yellow-eyed shadow person trying to get you to help paint a fence, don't do it. <laughs> it will literally take you eternity or three seconds. So <laughs> you can roll them dice if you want, but the three seconds is a one on a D twenty. So Ooh. okay, so you've got a crit fail. Yeah. Wow. Somebody out there needs to write all this shit down because I can't keep up with PCP Pete anymore. I I trust I trust that we will we'll, get a wiki we'll one day. We'll send you a t shirt. Yeah, we'll if, you, if you write it all down for um, us. We don't have a t shirt yet, but we'll send it to you someday. Both of these beings are reportedly able to speak to us directly. Yeah, they are. And we can hear what they say without any technological aid. Um Okay. Their voices are deep and otherworldly. And the things that they say are usually something that is not pleasant. God damn it. Well, actually. (laughs) (laughs) More like, well, actually. (laughs) (laughs) However. That sounded like I was drunk. Let's try again. However, there are instances where these beings will just stand in place that make it obvious that they are there. And they will make their presence known to you. Even if it is just for a few seconds. The people who have come across these beings always say that they know these entities are malevolent and are there for a very nasty reason. So, there are multiple theories as to what these shadow people might actually be. I. First one is ghosts. 
Which is it's always, always ghosts. It's always ghosts. Although shadow it's people, the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Although shadow people are often described as ghost shadows or ghost people, the truth is that they seem to behave in an entirely different way to other spirit phenomena. Orbs, ectoplasm, and the like are rarely ever seen around those shadow ghosts. Are these shadow ghosts? Orbs are such a favorite thing because they're so easy to capture on camera. Yeah, I I've seen tons of them. I have on various camera. problems with orbs. It's yeah, I recorded mine. <laughs> they're so common because it's like dust and shit in the air that causes on the on the camera lens. That's why people get them like in um, cemeteries and stuff at night. Okay. I recorded myself all night while I was sleeping once. I, f- I believed I was in a haunted house. That is one of some paranormal activity shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a haunted house. I mean, I have a theory that if ghosts are real, they are not fucking with us. I was a skeptic. I was. I was a huge skeptic. And then I saw some shit. And I wasn't a skeptic anymore. So, like... That's usually how that works, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I, I trust myself enough to believe I'm not crazy. Uh, I've never said that people are crazy. <laughs> I have said... Um, or that I have any serious mental health issues that are going untreated. <laughs> I have said that. <laughs> we feel... have said that some specific individuals discussed on oh, the show... Oh, specific people, are crazy, yes. But absolutely, never, but I will never not, as a blanket. I will make fun of shit, but I'm not gonna make fun of you for believing it. Right? Like it's not. It is not the way. Um, like yeah, that's why. That's the only reason that I get to say the shit that I say because people know that I'm not really making fun of them. If you believe shit, sure. I'm really just making fun of the way the story has been presented to me today. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even. That's all. I, you know. It's not even. Yeah. So, it's just not even, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I've rarely ever seen around these shadow ghosts. However, although they've seen, they're seen very commonly around areas of other ghostly and spiritual activity. It seems also, that- this, this is just ghost discrimination because what if shadow people are just black ghosts? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> is, that, is that why some of them are translucent? Like, yeah. are, are those the are those the mixed ghosts? Yes, <laughs> I will become a dark force ghost. So, what white ghosts are like fully Orbs fully and translucent? And shit. So, the fedora trench coat that's uh, notorious big. Possibly, <laughs> he used to wear a crown though. Yeah, but there's I, there's I've seen pictures where he's wearing like the he white. does he did wear the white fedora, but mm-hmm. he was like in a suit though. No, not really a trench coat. No. So. Whatever. Fedora with a trench coat, bad. Fedora with a white suit, that's fine. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just loves it yeah. when they call him. A fedora pop-up. does look good if you're wearing a goddamn three piece suit, <laughs> not a two piece. Or you're over the age of sixty. That's true. Right. Uh, you can wear that with a t-shirt. Then yeah. it's mm-hmm. fine. You do what you do at that <laughs> point. I and I plan to. But you gotta, you gotta <laughs> have like a really flashy necklace. If you you gotta be like. Or you gotta wear a Hawaiian shirt with no yeah. button. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everyone in Florida. Uh-huh. I was gonna say yes, yes, yes. Half of my customers yes. at I can say 
that all the times that I referred to being at work previously were at CVS because I fucking quit. Congratulations, Josh. Thanks. For leaving Um, that hellscape. I I hate to tell you this, but we have to shut the podcast down. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Great. Now what am I going to do all day? (laughs) Uh, Elden Ring. Where the fuck am I? Hold on. Um, It seems that shadow people are seen alone and act alone, which lends credence to the theory that they may be beings from another interdimensional plane, aliens, time travelers, or even something that we're not entirely sure how to define. If they are spirits or ghosts, one theory suggests... You mean like SCPP? Yes. If they are spirits or ghosts, one theory suggests that these shadows represent human spirits that are simply lost on this plane. They don't look at the, they don't look the same as other spirits with facial features and clothing that we can recognize because they haven't yet embraced their state of being. Because our country is deeply racist. <laughs> Leaving them with an absence of the light that most spirits encounter upon moving on to the next plane after death. This absence of light means that we see them as shadow. I actually have a thing here that is tangentially related. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> On our show? No. No way. Um, I once was... This is going to be very vague because I don't want to get it too wrong. But I can't remember if it was the text or the concept we were talking about. But we were talking about how... I think it was like in the Sunday school one time, there was like a verse about somebody being, I don't remember, but we were talking about light and dark as metaphors, but we were talking about how in this particular metaphor that we were talking about light. Was it weird to be the only black guy in the room during that conversation? I cannot remember if I was or not. I don't remember if I was. I don't know where I had this conversation. This, Too I was long like, ago. Yeah, I was, was like fifteen years, something right. like that. Um, mm. It feels like a church. I don't know. Anyway, we were talking about how, in this particular metaphor, the light was the bad thing. So every time we talk about light and dark on this podcast, I just want the listener to know that I am thinking, why do we think the light is good? Because light can be good. Light is necessary for life and stuff. But like, do you know what is equally necessary for like rest and also other types of life? Fucking the dark. Like, I'm, I'm thinking... Yeah, okay, maybe this ghost did get off, give off a light, comforting vibe. But wouldn't you if you were hunting? Don't True. we when we're hunting? Don't we camouflage ourselves and try to make as little noise and make animals as comfortable as possible while we're out to kill them? Why the fuck wouldn't supernatural beings or aliens do that same shit to us? Like, if I'm walking through the woods... I don't put on camouflage and shit. I leave on bright colors so that people who are hunting and also animals know I'm there and go away from me. That is what I'm trying to tell y'all is like we're assuming in all these metaphors that, oh, we went towards the light. Maybe you're going to hell, man. It is full of fire. (laughs) It is bright. It would be bright. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's. I don't know. It's also, just an interesting. Everybody's true colors come out after dark. It's a real right. You we say that, 
But we also go to the, what do we do when we get scared? We mentioned it earlier. We put the covers over our head. Make it dark. To make it dark. Yeah, anyway, that's all I'm thinking about is like light and dark. Switch your metaphors in your head just as a thought experiment. Every time you hear that metaphor, switch it in your head as a thought experiment and wonder what type of propaganda went into that. Just, Just saying. It's like, a really good practice. Because, yeah. like, light is definitely revealing, but it is also blinding. And dark is definitely hard to see through, but it also provides safety. Like, you gotta just think about that's what I'm thinking about every time we're hearing these metaphors. You can do that with a lot of things, too, actually. Yeah. A, a lot of different lines of thought. You can just kind of reverse the metaphor. And apply it to things, and mm-hmm. it'll give you a bit of a different outlook. Yeah, absolutely. Which is always good to have. So, um, yeah, so this theory suggests that these shadow ghosts are trapped and because they cannot move on. So although they may feel sad and heavy, they're not necessarily an evil or demonic spirit. This theory yeah. suggests that these shadow ghosts are trapped because they cannot move on. So they, although they may feel sad and heavy, they're not necessarily an evil or demonic spirit. Another theory, uh, we see them as shadows simply because of the way our eyes perceive whatever light spectrum that these shadow figures exist within. Those are really that good points. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Another theory. It's uh, always cool when something makes sense to somebody who fully does not believe it absolutely. and who fully does. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense on both sides of this the spectrum. This is what I'm talking about. So it makes sense. This is what I'm talking about. I feel like I might have did this in my first rant maybe, but this is the type of writing I'm talking about. If if me and also my pagan friend can agree on, oh, yeah, that is an alternate thing that we could say about this. I mean, like, just look at the color pink. It doesn't really exist. It's just the way our the only color that our eyes can, like, pull away from the actual color it is. Like, we don't it doesn't register. It's not a real color. It's just what our eyes perceive it as because we don't register that color. So, like, that's fully that fully makes sense. That fully makes sense to me. So, of course, if it's the next theory, if it's not a ghost... This coming from the fact that our eyes only have red, green, and yellow? No, blue. Red, green, and blue... RBG? Color receptors. So, halfway between red and blue is purple, and halfway between red and a color we can't see is... Pink. Pink. (laughs) Pink would be red and white. It would be red and white, yeah. but we don't have just white, white light receptors. Yeah. Right. We just pick up as much of the rays as we can, you know, that we can see, and it becomes white. I'm still bummed head. out about finding out that shrimp colors aren't oh. real. <laughs> yeah, well, no <laughs> colors are real, Josh. Well, that's true. But for a while, we thought that shrimp could see like a whole lot more colors mm-hmm. than humans can. Turned out it wasn't true. I just wanted to know about the shrimp colors. I think there are certain types of insects that can see more colors than us. I want to see those colors. <laughs> and also fish. Same. As an artist, I would love to see those colors. So. Some people can see some of those colors. Because <laughs> they have extra, they have like a fourth receptor. A fourth color receptor is usually, I think, a maybe a blue. Because they can see a lot more purples. Cat has an eye for it. I don't know if she has that whole extra receptor or whatever, but she, like... You know those tests you can look at where it's like, where do you see the color change? That's there's the yeah. perfect pitch 
for color, which is that. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a step beyond that, even further beyond plus ultra. Where, <laughs> where Go beyond plus ultra. Where um and cry. You get you it's like a mutation. You get like an extra color receptor and you can see like a few more colors than everyone else. That would be dope. Or shades. I don't remember. One of those two. It amounts to the same thing. So as always with us, if it's not a ghost, the next obvious thing would be... A demon? A demon. A demon. Another theory for these shadow persons is that they are in fact demonic in nature, simply due to the dark thoughts often experienced by those who encounter them. Again. I really... I'm so sorry for interrupting so much right now, but I really am digging that theory of like, maybe the emotions you're feeling are just their ones being bottled up or whatever. That's just like an angry ghost. He's not angry at you. He just happens He's to just be just angry. Yeah. He's just angry and you happen to be able to feel that. Because like, you're an empath. Right. Or maybe <laughs> dead Don's ass. Totally kidding. Like, well I'm saying, like if I'm you know, if I put my head in the fiction, you know, it's the same you know, when I talk about this about Harry Potter, why not? Like <laughs> It's not I, the same. I mean, it is to me. <laughs> I knew I was an empath when I was 12 years old, and I saw Osama bin Laden on the news, and I got a really bad vibe from him. Being an empath, by the way, definitely means you have trauma. Go to a therapist. Because <laughs> so, imp- that's real. It's different than you think it is, but it's real. Go to a therapist. It just means you're very hyper-aware of other people as a coping mechanism. It's actually what I'm going to therapy for. Uh-huh. <laughs> So again, this is often at odds with what you might experience when encountering neutral spirits or other entities, as these kinds of dark, malevolent, and intrusive thoughts tend to be associated with demonic beings. Encounters are often accompanied by feelings of intense dread, and often witnesses to these shadow people do not feel like they, they are or have been in the presence of a being that was once human. Now, the third and final possibility is the, pre, uh, the aforementioned interdimensional beings. <laughs> Um, SCPB. Yep. Now, aliens is often bandied about as an answer, and it's not quite as ludicrous as it sounds because many people believe that aliens are already here on Earth and are simply disguising themselves. Others believe that aliens are on Earth but are in a different dimension and that these shadows are simply the slip between dimensions. Another theory based on astral beings and time travelers also works on the idea that these shadows are simply astral beings or time travelers who have slipped through one dimension or another. This one is just fun for me to think about. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I actually it's all plausible. It's just it can't be proven. Yeah. You know, I do yeah. like this, especially because you know, we we were talking about DMT earlier. Um, there's a lot of stories that I've heard about from people on DMT talking about seeing what are essentially shadow people. But it plays into the color spectrum thing because I've heard people describe like shadow people, but in a color that they couldn't really describe while they were on DMT. They said it was more of like a silvery kind of color. Mm. Have you ever done it? No, I haven't. Okay. But it's plausible to me within the within the realm that. What did you see? Act. We never got to that. Um, so I didn't do a full dose because I was chicken. Uh Um, and I actually did it at a great time. I did it at (coughs) night. Um, and I went outside and I sat on the porch. 
um, after I got over the fact that I thought I was going to die, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I was actually super, super calm and at peace, like immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way I can describe it is I felt similar to shadow people. I felt the, like there were the, all of these really great beings around me mm-hmm. and they were having a conversation um, that weren't words, but it's like I knew they were talking. Mm-hmm. And I felt my favorite kind of fiction is right? that fiction. And I, we did a prank I on a guy who was like on acid that was like that. I was a child <laughs> listening in on a conversation. I was too small to understand. That's my favorite. Oh my god! And if I had taken the full dose, I really wonder what I would have actually heard. Fuck me! Do you now, want to do see, DMT? It's, <laughs> See, I've heard stories from other people who have done DMT who describe things that are really similar to that. And the the beings around them, like people who have done full doses, they could they could fully oh, yeah. like yeah, see yeah. them and they still couldn't comprehend them. But so if we're playing in the Bro, I, that's okay. Sorry, you finish first. If we're playing in the line of thought that they're aliens who live here on the same planet as us, but in a dimension that we can't perceive. Let's say that DMT lets you perceive a mm-hmm. bit more of that dimension, and they are there, and they are having this, this conversation. D exists, but also <laughs> there is a documentary called uh, "The DNA Molecule," the, um, the, the spirit molecule, yes, or something like that. Uh, yeah. Look it up; it is wonderful. Um, I looked it up after I did it, like <laughs> about five years later, when I figured out what it was. I did. Uh, Ah, it's serious, man. It's serious. <laughs> I, I, okay. One of my favorite sort of philosophy concepts, but also like in fiction, like in, I read a lot of fantasy novels and like one of my favorite tropes is the death of the ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And boy, oh boy, that sounds amazing. Uh mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. It fucked me up for weeks afterwards. Yeah. And it's honestly why I am want. so chill. That's what you honestly, want. Honestly, that's and it's why I'm like I've experienced it, it's it humbled me greatly. I have definitely I was a cocky little shit before I started doing acid. I have definitely I experienced such an many, many uh deaths was. of the ego. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um there is life. a lot of risk to it though. Um Not don't from just D&T. do it willy nilly. Look it up. Um, make sure you are prepared for the side effects if you decide to do it. Um, I'm, if it's your choice, you're an adult. Stay um, but safe like, out there, but folks. Like, understand what you what you are taking, the risk that you are taking. It would be so amazing to go to someplace like Death Valley and do DMT. Okay, Jim Morrison. Yeah, uh, no, for real. That's the type of shit I'm on. Let though. me tell you something. It is scary enough on like, an old lady's porch. Like, you do not. I would want to go to there. like a fucking Florida, like a cold water spring, mm-hmm. like you know like it, a Blue Springs or does, a Silver Springs, right? and like yeah. go there and do it. That's what I would like. To, that would be great. You can come to Jenny Springs with us next time. Fuck Jenny Springs. It's <laughs> fuck Jenny Springs. <laughs> So that, um, that is that is on some. I went okay. Listen, my family has been going to the springs for years and years, my whole life, even even before that, apparently. And um, Jenny Springs was fun for a while, but I'm an adult now. That's all. It's just <laughs> camping to me is all it is. It's camping Jenny's, with a lazy river. Jenny Springs is the party spring. 
Yeah, but we don't do that. We get a campsite that's like way off to the side, yeah. away from everyone else. But and then we, I would just rather go to campsite. Blue Springs because they got manatees sometimes. Oh, that's kind of rad. <laughs> Agreed. Or Rainbow Springs because it's fucking beautiful. Anyway. So one of the most common experiences people feel when shadow people are seen is uh, the feeling if they're in bed that they can't move, can't breathe, they can't talk, they can't scream. This is a very common thing, and it is actually a scientific thing called sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. which we're going to get into now. I had people, I used to really be into the idea of lucid dreaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were like these pictures that would go around on like Tumblr and shit way back that were supposedly like the steps you needed to go through to lucid dream, which had to be careful because some of them were specifically made as troll posts. And they were essentially giving you the steps that would induce sleep paralysis. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> that's kind of fucked up, but real funny. Uh, right. <laughs> and, and that's exactly what some motherfucker was thinking when they were typing up this post. <laughs> the fact that my first reaction was to giggle was <laughs> should indicate how I feel about that. So... Uh, sleep paralysis uh, can provoke feelings ranging from mild anxiety to outright terror. And because hallucinations often occur at the same time as this paralysis, this psychobiological experience can feel supernatural to many people. So here's what researchers have revealed about this common, common sleep disturbance. Sleep paralysis is essentially a glitch in your natural sleep-wake cycle. Oh, as a gamer, you're speaking my language. <laughs> your mind drifts into a waking state while some of your muscles are still asleep in sleep-induced states of paralysis. As Neo, he's also speaking to me. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, when you get into REM sleep, your body actually has a mechanism that basically paralyzes you. So you're not uh-huh. acting out your dreams. It's so you don't punch people in your sleep. Exactly. So I twitch a lot. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that That's I... apparently a man thing. Really? Yeah. I see a lot of posts complaining about boyfriends kicking, and then I looked it up. Apparently, men twitch a lot more in their sleep. It's it's oh, right before it's I fall asleep. So like, uh, I, didn't, like, I didn't know that I did it until Kat and I got phase. together. In the dozing phase. Yeah. I didn't know that I did it until Kat and I got together, and um, she would call me out on time. it. I, uh, I've had did you just say sometimes I twitch all the time? No, sometimes they twitch all the oh. time. Oh. I got gotcha. you. I, I fall asleep and wake up in the same exact position. I do not Bro, fucking move. It's okay. wild. I have noticed it since I started. Sometimes those I sleep posts. like a vampire. <laughs> I really have started to notice it because I have insomnia, so I don't sleep well. And like, bro, I do fully like it's. I can't stop it. It's a muscle, just my muscle spasms, and I kick a little bit. Like I will. It's just really random twitches. It's like so weird. Oh, it feels so weird. Sometimes I do a thing where one of my legs will start twitching and then it'll just like shake for a while. That's weird. <laughs> Muscle know. relaxers. Need some Tizanidine. Oh, true. Maybe I do. <laughs> We're not sponsored, but we would like to be. Please get in touch. I've uh, had those times whenever I'll be like just about to fall asleep and it actually feels like I fall into bed. Have you ever had that? Yes. That's kind of crazy. Oh, God. That's a weird one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got a hardcore, like, memory foam mattress topper that you do sink into. So, yeah. like, if you shift, you do feel yourself sink into it for a minute, and it <laughs> intensifies that. Yeah. So Cindy and I, I was, have. I was sleeping in one of those for a while. I, I like it, though. Cindy and I have yeah, a sleep like number, and we sleep at different numbers. Mm-hmm. Mine's harder. Hers is softer. 
and there have been times where I'll be like right on that edge between our two. Oh, and like, I'll I roll over and actually start to fall because I'm rolling onto her side of the bed. Yeah. But um, so though it can be frightening that you f- to feel that you can't move, um, sleep paralysis isn't actually dangerous to your health. Now, some studies indicate that around 30% of the population has experienced at least one episode of sleep paralysis. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm surprised. When you think about it. I haven't either. I have not. Yeah. Even through trying to lucid dream a whole lot, which Same. apparently if you do it wrong, it, you, it can induce sleep paralysis. Mm. I'd I never... just end up sleeping really well <laughs> when it fails I, I, yep. because I'm like meditating. So like... Yeah, it's I just, used to it's be just able to just. I used to be able to just no prep, go to sleep, lucid dream. See, when mm-hmm. I was like a kid, like I used to for real be able to plan out my dreams. Same. I want to get a, a tattoo yeah. on my hand that I know that when I look at it, it means to ask myself if I'm dreaming, uh-huh. because then if I see it in my dream and I ask myself if I'm dreaming. I will realize that I am, and then I can fly. That's here's too much the thing. inception. If you, it, here's the thing, Josh. <laughs> I'm so and sorry. It grounds you to this plane. But here's the thing. Um, usually, when I ask myself in a dream, am I dreaming? My immediate response is to wake up. So really? you, may just, you may just train yourself to wake up anytime you look at your hand in a dream. I've Ooh. realized I'm dreaming a lot, though. It, like pr- pretty much every time I dream now, I I do realize that mm-hmm. I'm dreaming. It takes something weird happening in my dream though. True. But then then I I will like have the realization. No, nah, whenever I have the realization that I'm dreaming, my body's like, oh, so we're done. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, we're not. So I just did the math, and I think there's what seven billion people on the planet. Something like that. Something like that. Over that. That would be 2.1 billion people who have suffered from sleep paralysis at 30%. That's why yeah. there's so many great memes about it. <laughs> so it's an age-old phenomenon. One Dutch doctor documented a patient's terrifying sleep paralysis back in 1664. He explained that his patient uh, felt as if the devil was lying on her or a great dog was sitting on her chest. The devil. When she tried to shake it off, she couldn't move. Now your body... Shake it off. <laughs> Your body undergoes several... My sleep paralysis demon is Taylor Swift. (laughs) Your body undergoes several cycles as you sleep. The best known of these cycles is called rapid eye movement or REM sleep. Uh, During REM sleep, you're likely to be dreaming. To prevent you from acting out your dreams, like we said, your brain releases neurotransmitters that lock down some of your skeletal muscle groups. The paralysis sometimes prevents you from speaking or calling out. As REM sleep wanes, uh, your brain reactivates your muscles. Sometimes, though, the timing of the wake-sleep cycle doesn't synchronize properly. From what I understand about it, too, from all the research that I did when I was 13 about lucid dreaming, the the twitches that your body will do is your brain checking to see if you're ready for REM sleep, basically. It's trying to... The way it was explained to me is your brain is seeing how much your body reacts to the signals to mm. see if your body is ready for sleep, mm. essentially. So those little twitches and stuff, that's like the the first phase of sleep setting in where it, it has to do with that same thing where your brain is trying to block those movements, but it's checking to see if they're still getting through. I believe that. Yeah. That sounds plausible. Well, I know um, one of the last times I did uh, the... 
uh, sensory deprivation tank. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I would love to do that. Oh, it's so wonderful. I um, I the first time I ever did it, I couldn't get relaxed enough because I was like just constantly like, "Am I doing?" But the second time, when I actually got to the point where I could relax, I'd almost fall asleep, and my leg would twitch. Mm-hmm. It would bring me back out of it. So I I don't know if it was that or because that's you know, why I believe it is because now that I'm thinking about it, it is when I am falling asleep or about to wake up. Mm-hmm. That that is happening, and I wonder if my brain just didn't want to go that deep because I was floating in water. So if I, even though it's so fucking salted. salted that you would never, plus it's only like ankle deep, so right. there's no way you could drown. So um, yes, you could. Well, you, you could drown. if you flipped upside down. Uh huh. <laughs> Technically, and, you could drown in a tablespoon of water. Yeah, so. yeah, you can drown in your bed. You can drown in enough water to fill your lung. Yeah. Yep. So in between, not even fill, just yeah. Well, right. In the space between waking and sleeping, your mind becomes alert while your body still can't move. Uh, some of the visual and auditory elements of your dream may still be playing out, hence the hallucinations. Researchers have found that sleep paralysis can include a number of common symptoms. These include the inability to move, speak, or breathe properly. Uh, hypnagogic hallucinations or visions that happen while you're falling asleep, uh, hypnopompic pompic hallucinations or visions that you have while you're waking up, uh, auditory hallucinations, olfactory hallucinations, a sense of heaviness or pressure on your chest, a feeling of being watched or touched, sometimes in a threatening or sexual manner, and fear. Now, occasional sleep paralysis isn't considered a medical problem. Researchers think that certain people may be at risk for more frequent episodes of sleep paralysis, including people who fall asleep intoxicated. Josh. Um, hey. Hey. Sweating whiskey. <laughs> Remember? Sweating Only whiskey. on occasions. Do you go to sleep intoxicated? On weed. The defense? No. You, you weren't drunk when you went to bed on New Even Year's Eve. Even Don knew that that is not what I they went meant. to bed on New Year's Eve. Then you went to sleep intoxicated. Yeah, but it okay. doesn't happen often. Uh, Don't fucking look at It's, it's, it's like in say... high school when everyone knew that I did drugs and drank and the teacher would say something about alcohol and the whole class would do that thing where they turn and look at me. And I'm like, fuck you guys. I have more fun than you. Um, Don't Heard. worry. I didn't, it doesn't <laughs> say all the time. It just says fall asleep intoxicated. I'm just saying. Uh, have jobs that require irregular sleep patterns, oh, such as shift me. work. That's Fuck. me. Are, st- <laughs> are students and student athletes, especially during times of stress? When I did theater in school, along with school, I would be involved in like three different shows at the Playhouse and my school's performance Ooh. of whatever. That shit fucked me up. I had um, to go to the doctor. I was so exhausted. People who have anxiety disorders. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. People who have experienced trauma, including those with oh, post-traumatic no. stress disorder. Oh, Heard. no. People who sleep on their backs or have sleep apnea. Oh, fucking shit. People who have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Okay. People who have a family history of sleep paralysis. Heard. People, people who are experiencing jet lag or people who are experiencing sleeping disorders such as narcolepsy. I don't have enough money for the jet lag one. A buddy of mine just went to Sweden to visit his girlfriend, and uh, he was jet-lagged for, like, 
two weeks. That's he could sucks. not get over it. Yeah, he was he was in Sweden and he made a Facebook post where he was like, "I finally got my sleep schedule decent." The unfortunate thing is that right now in Florida it is three a.m. <laughs> I mean, even when we flew back from L.A. last summer, L.A. L.A. We, we that's oh no, it's not that we went to L.A. It's just that that's where <laughs> the airport was because it was the cheapest airport to fly out of. It's fair. Yeah. Um, it took a good day for us to get back on track. Yeah, I bet. So, uh, so in short, if you're sleep deprived, if your waking life is too stressful, or if you have anxiety in your daily life, Pepto-Bismol, you may, <laughs> you may be more likely to experience sleep disturbances. Now, there may also be a genetic influence on whether you have sleep paralysis or not. There are several things you can do to help reduce the chance you'll ever experience sleep paralysis. To increase the overall quality of your sleep, do shrooms. <laughs> Try these healthy sleeping tips. Exercise, but not too close to bedtime. Avoid eating large meals close to bedtime. Shit. Limit alcohol and caffeinated beverages. Show me getting into bed with a fucking soda and four corn dogs. <laughs> Heard like... on that shit. <laughs> Same though. Uh, limit screen time. Shit. Fuck. Yeah. I'm always on my computer. Right after my 16-hour Elden Ring binge session <laughs> as I get into get bed and scroll Facebook. light mobile gaming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like... Exactly. With my corn dogs and Mountain Dew. Like... Follow a regular sleep schedule. Hashtag ah. millennial. Yeah. <laughs> and keep your bedroom cool and quiet. I do keep the bedroom very cold. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. It's a good idea to get help from a healthcare professional if you have symptoms of narcolepsy. If you have symptoms of sleep apnea, if you experience sleep paralysis more and more frequently, or sleep you... apnea is the one where you stop breathing. Yes, I have. That's what I have. Okay, I'm probably better. Lots of gamers that. have a um, narcolepsy. I'm I've sure. seen them like fall asleep on mics and like in <laughs> oh, front of yeah. streams. I've I've fall <laughs> I've fallen asleep while gaming before because I used to play uh, Sea of Thieves. Oh, me really too. Heavily. Me too. Yeah, I love yeah. Sea of Thieves. Which, if you don't know, it's a big pirate simulator. You get a boat. There's islands. Go. F- they just had a new update, shit. guys. Just saying. <laughs> I want it to look like One Piece, and it never will. <laughs> but I would I would get like stuck on Sea of Thieves where it's like oh man we have this like full server alliance going everyone on this server is friendly Never with got each that other fucking lucky so good we would set them up we were really good at it I trusted no one every time I tried to trust somebody they fucking screw me people over, are cutthroat so. as shit yeah. in that they're game. pirates exactly so, so right. here's the thing that's who I became <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah you live long enough to see yourself become the villain that exactly. may happen to me in GTA Online yeah <laughs> I have been a nice guy. All the time, and I will be doing nothing. I'm sitting there trying on my phone, and I hear this, nothing, and I know I've just been I've just been missled. Nothing feels yep. better than kegging a kid's ship who's just called you a butt face, right? And you hear <laughs> and those childish <laughs> screams over the mic. It's so good. It yeah, feels they so screech. Good. I love it. But there were there were multiple times where I would be like stuck, like. I'm never going to, it's hard to get these server alliances set up. So now I'm stuck here and I would fall asleep and just wake up to the sound of a keg hitting my boat. And the, 15 uh, hours later, three other like 20 year old dudes screaming, right? Captain, because we just Captain. got kegged and we're trying, or I, I'm like at the wheel of the boat and they're like, dude, we're running into an island. Are you good? I'm like, no, I was asleep. Hold on. Repair that. <laughs> and you have nine <laughs> hours worth of loot stacked on your yeah, ship. Yes. <laughs> 
So sleep paralysis is an almost universal experience. People in cultures all over the world have used their own folklore to explain the phenomenon. In Newfoundland, Canada, people traditionally call it old hag syndrome because it feels as though a witch-like creature is perched on their chest. Mm-hmm. Sleep paralysis is fun because the differences are only cultural. Yeah. It's yeah. doing the same shit to your body, but like p- certain places see shadow people, some places see demons, some places see witches, some places mm-hmm. see like ancestral guardian spirits and Sucky shit. Mm-hmm. Sucky buses, or succubi. Yeah. So, uh, according to a similar Nigerian tradition... A demon woman pounces during your dreams and renders you motionless. In Japan, sleep paralysis is explained as a spirit seeking vengeance by suffocating you in your sleep. Oh, man, that sucks. Imagine how you feel in the morning when you actually wake up. Like, you hate yourself. Like, the gods hate me. <laughs> and in Brazil, the culprit is a roof-dwelling crone named Pisadera, who attacks P-I-S-A-D-E-I-R-A. Okay. Pisa Dera. Thank you. Or Dera. Who cares? Who attacks those who sleep on their backs while their stomachs are full. I mean people from that culture probably, but I'm know. sorry. It <laughs> <laughs> sounded so sincere. Yeah. yeah that is, um, I'm sorry now. <laughs> um, in the 1781 painting, The Nightmare, Swiss, Swiss English artist Henry Fuseli depicted a young woman sprawled on her bed with a gremlin crouching on her abdomen. A oh, I've seen that one. I have too. These varied cultural representations all have the same element. <laughs> it's grilling. <laughs> <laughs> um, the same element, which is fear. Uh, that's because people find it frightening to be able not to move or speak, especially when it's accompanied by the distinct feeling that someone or something is presenting you, preventing no you from breaking shit. free. Yeah. And see, it makes sense that in the States and like in the UK, we describe the creature that we see during sleep paralysis as a demon because they're predominantly, predominantly Christian, Christian areas. Exactly. So yeah. we land on demon because that's what we associate with fear because that is what our folklore tells us is the scary thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I believe in all versions of shadow people. Sure. <laughs> um, She's the opposite of me in many <laughs> exactly. ways. <laughs> we don't know what shadow figures it's are. It's a great foil. In fact, they could be any or all the phenomena we mentioned above. They could be ghosts or spirits, astral travelers, time travelers, aliens, or all of the above. SCPP and also Sassafresh Charlie. They could be demons or low, heavy souls trapped on this plane. One thing is for sure, you'll never be quite sure again if the shadow out of the corner of your eye was just that, a shadow or a shadow figure. I love when Cat is in the bedroom asleep while we record this because she sleeps through all of this, believe it or not, mm-hmm. somehow. And I have to believe that we affect her dreams just a little <laughs> bit. Oh, dude, that'd be... That would... And I hope she dreams about Sassafras Charlie. Don't affect my powers in <laughs> if I know about them, they won't work. Um, I had a thing to say, and I um, forgot. Fuck. Hold on. So now that I've, like, probably by the time this comes out, um, I put in my two weeks at CVS, so I'm not going to be there anymore. I'm actually going to try and go on a biphasic sleep schedule. So it's like two five-hour sleep sessions in a 24-hour period. Ra- with that. Rather than one, eight, or nine. That's actually pretty much how I sleep anyway. Because I'll, I'll wake up. It's sup- For some people. Supposedly, way back, that was like 
before we had clocks and we were obsessed with what time it is all the time, Mm -hmm. that was the natural way that humans slept. I like to like tend to fires and make sure that, you know, nobody dies. Exactly. My theory is that it's actually even more complicated than that. My it's theory like watching, is like watching each other, keeping each other safe. Back before clocks, yep. that, that meant that some people were on the, you know, two, five hours. Some people were probably sleeping for like 13 hours and mm-hmm. then going out to hunt for three days or whatever. Right. Some people were probably on like, a, like an eight-hour sleep schedule and that was probably the people taking care of kids and, you know, right. things like that. Like, I think that... Your sleep schedule can and probably should vary to match your lifestyle and also the phase in life that you are at. Like right now, I find that if I sleep for longer than about – if I sleep for nine hours – I, f- I wake up feeling like shit. If I sleep yeah, for eight my hours, back hurts I, so bad I, if I feel sleep that long. okay. But if I sleep for like seven and a half hours, that's perfect right now. For me, I have this weird thing where if I – when I go to sleep, I will wake up about five hours after I go to sleep. And I'm like hardwired to think that that's not enough sleep because I know that I'm about to have to go work a nine-hour shift. Yeah. Plus drive time, 10-hour shift. Yeah. But – I wake up feeling fully rested after those five hours, and so I go back to sleep. And then when I wake up another two, three hours later, I'm I, it's hard for me to get out of bed. Yeah. So if I get out of bed after that five hours, and then I am awake for you know eight, ten hours, and then I go back to sleep for another five hours, I think it's going to do wonders for me. I'm going to try it. We'll see. Yeah, definitely. I got to tell this real quick story before we wrap up. So today, as I was getting ready to come out here, uh, my son was asleep, taking a nap. And I knew he had to work today. So I went into his room and I said, hey, you know, what time do you go to work? He looked me right in the eyes. Eight lashes. (laughs) I I said, what? He goes, eight lashes. I was like, what time do you go to work? And he was like, Eight lashes. I said three, four, or five o'clock, and he did the so-so symbol. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And he goes, somewhere in between that. <laughs> I, just, I just turned around and just started laughing and just walked away. I was like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Dude, I say weird shit in my sleep all the time. Like, one of, one of Kat's favorite ones is she, like, was coming into bed one time, and she was like, hey, you awake? And I went. Associates work with being whipped. <laughs> I went to. Uh, she, she got into bed and she was like, "You still awake?" And One I was time. like, "I didn't appreciate that very much." <laughs> and then rolled, like I was not awake. But my favorite one is my brother's favorite story to tell. Is he was visiting us when we were living in Colorado one time, and he was sleeping on like a cot in my bedroom with me. And uh, he woke up in the middle of the night because he heard me mumbling. And he goes, huh? And he's still, like, all tired-eyed and shit. And I guess he sat up in bed and looked over at me. And he heard me go, so you're telling me that everything in this room has a smiley face on it. (laughs) (laughs) And he started like looking around and he goes, huh? And I didn't say another word. I didn't say another word. I, uh, I was dating, I was dating someone I worked with one time. Bad idea, but go on. You have no idea. (laughs) I think you've told me about that before, um, but yeah. So 
they knew that we hung out all the time. So one night or one day she was late for work and I was taking a mid-afternoon nap. My phone rings. I answer it and it's the manager, you know, where is she? Or do you know where she is? And I said, check the bells. And she goes, what? I said, listen for the bells. She's in the bells. And I just hung up the phone and went back to sleep. I had one one That makes her sound like a fake creature. (laughs) Like, where is she? Listen for the bells. There was another time where I, I was actually actively texting somebody, like, while I was dreaming. I had a phase. I've made it clear in this episode alone that I used to be a fucking degenerate. So I was really into uh, snorting muscle relaxers for, Word. for a little while. <laughs> I've for, done that. For a little while. While Yo. I was like late, late high school, short, shortly after high school. And Quick question. Uh-huh. What them do? <laughs> muscle relaxers? When, when you snort them. How how big? They they well I I would grind up like five or six of them. Jeez, say about four Christ. or five. Yeah, and I I would just like sit on that little pile of powder for the night. And, wow. Uh, yeah, dude, I had a pestle and mortar. <laughs> Never uh, got there. I had the uh, the razor blade. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. For a while, I would just like put them in a plastic baggie and then crush them up with a knife and then pour I've done it out. That too. Um, absolute degenerate. I am not like this. We anymore. are hey, same. Listen, real quick, we on this podcast do not condone unsafe drug use, which this no. sounds Look like. Up no. All the things you want to try before you do them, so you know your risks. Great forums online. Please stay for that. safe out there. Folks. Be safe. You can be a responsible I drug user. I shouldn't be alive. I shouldn't um, be alive. But I like woke up the next morning and I'm looking at texts where this girl that I was talking to was horrifically confused <laughs> because I was talking about how we needed to get to the top deck of the ship. <laughs> and she was like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, if we go into the captain's quarters, it should be safe there. And she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, there's a wave coming. He was having a Titanic. <laughs> I don't I don't know what I was He was I playing was too ta- much Sea of Thieves at the time. No, that game wasn't even out yet. Really? No. Hysterical. Yeah. He I just don't... watched the Poseidon Adventure. Full. No, I wasn't D&D even like campaign. interested in boat stuff. Like I'm I I'm terrified of water. Like I have a huge I have a crippling fear of like really? water oh, that is wow. above my Yeah. Little little bit of Josh lore for the podcast followers. Wow. I have a horrific fear of water because I almost drowned like four times when I was really young. So I don't, it took me until my twenties to be able to let running water come over my face so I could wash my face in the shower. You live on an island? Yeah. (laughs) I've lived near water for most of my life too. Yep. Yep. I I would, to wash my face, I would have to use a, a washcloth in the sink and yeah. Yep. I, to this day fully still believe that washcloth in the sink is the superior face washing method. it probably is but i'm i can do it in the shower now because it's faster yeah it's, i mean i do it in the shower too more time efficient because like, then i can play know, elden ring more once or twice a day take that washcloth get that skincare routine you know get us great yep and this has been beauty tips from two towns over so on that <laughs> note we're gonna wrap it up so as always you can follow us 
at Facebook. Follow us on the book. Facebook.com slash Two Towns Over Urban Legends Podcast. If you really like what we're doing, you want to support us more, you can hit us up on the Patreon. We've got multiple tiers. They've all got something for you. Even if you just want to throw us a couple bucks a month, we will shout you out. We want to do this full time. What are the shout outs? Somebody look them up. Uh, it is... Uh, we I can just keep shouting out everyone yeah, at this gonna, point. We have, we have so so few right now. We'll it's just Katie, say your names every goddamn Katie Reitzel, time. Katie Reitzel, uh, our hero. Muddy Blary. Muddy Blary. Our favorite name. Yes. Um, hold on, I'm bringing it up. I'm sorry. Amanda Galilee. Amanda Galilee. Galilee? Galilee. She said Galilee was Galilee. the... Galilee was yeah. the right one? Yes. Ooh, cool. I'm sorry, Amanda. I know your name. Yes. But also, Jonathan. Jonathan, yes. Jo- um, Jonathan? He, he Jonathan. specifically mentioned to me... That he wants you guys to try and pronounce his name out loud. His last name. I Okay, look it up. I'll try. Jonathan Brada. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> he, expect, he expects everybody to get it wrong. I think it's an easy last name. What is it spelled like? B-R-A-U-D-A. I would have said Brada. Or yeah. maybe Brauda, but probably Brada. Right, yeah. If you assume he's German, you may go Brauda. Brauda. Yeah, but Jonathan <laughs> is not a very German first name. Herr Brauda. Jonathan. <laughs> That's Swedish, but we'll... wouldn't that be Johan? Wouldn't that be German, Jonathan? I guess. Or no, he, he doesn't Joe? have the H. He's he's a no H, John. Mm. <sighs> Pretentious. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, I said not having the H in your name is pretentious. Oh, That's yeah. Like... Those are our those are our patrons right yes. now. We're mocking we... at this moment. <laughs> they we know we will we will if you want to be mocked by us personally. Simply subscribe to the two dollar tier on our Patreon, yes. and we will mock you. The five dollar tier gets you the early uh, week early for the main episode. Early access. Yep, just about everyone who's subscribed right now is going to hear this a week earlier than you are if you're not subscribed. Yep, and the ten dollar tier gets you bonus episodes, including Ruben's. Sorry, I just vomited. It's my rants. Ruben's rants. Uh, and <laughs> what? <laughs> Verped. And um. <laughs> Sorry. Um, That's a virtual burp. Yes. <laughs> and um, a bonus once a month bonus episode, which we need to record at some point, uh, of our choosing. Eventually, when we have enough people, we'll start doing Q&As or maybe live hangouts. But for now, it'll probably just be us shooting the shit. Maybe playing I have an game. idea for this month's one. What? I'll tell you after. Okay. Heard. So on that note, we're going to wrap it up. So I have been Don. I've been Ruben. I've been Josh. Kelsey. And we will talk to you on the flip side. Bye. Later. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>